Paul? Yes, half pint? How come Mary doesn't have to work in the fields anymore? Well, she's a woman grown, and she contributes to the family in other ways now. Is that why Mama don't work the fields? Because she a woman grown? I suppose so. She does plenty, though. Don't you think? With all the cooking and cleaning and all? I reckon so, Pa. Don't you like working the fields with me? Sure, I guess so. I mean, I like being in the fields and all. I don't like the working part, though. <laughs> well, Half Pint, that's part of the deal. Hard work and sacrifice, and we can live here in this wide green valley forever. Forever? Well, near enough, anyway. As close to forever as can be had. You think anyone else will settle this valley someday? Reckon so. You think they'll build a schoolhouse then? Reckon so. And there'll be other kids? Sure, I suppose. Good. You feeling a bit lonesome? Reckon so, Pa. Now that Mary's near a woman grown, she won't play with me anymore. She says dolls and such are for kids, not for ladies. Well, we've got some guests coming over for dinner tonight, and I'll bet she'll be keen to play with you afterwards. Your mom is making those special dolls of yours just for the occasion. Oh, goody! Hey there now. Don't you be jumping up and down like that. Nearly took off your head with my sickle. Sorry, Pa. I'm just excited. It's all. Been a long time since we've had guests. Sure enough, been a year. Who are they? Not sure just yet. Mary's bringing some folks in from Gloom Lake, over yonder peak. They're friends of Mary's? Yes, Half Pint, they are. She met a fellow there, made kindly with his family, and now she's bringing them in for dinner. How come we never go to Gloom Lake? I ain't never seen no real town before. Well, you'll get your chance when you're older. Why can't we go now? Strange folks in Gloom Lake, darling. Not a good place for youngins such as yourself. But can I go when I'm older? Sure thing, Half Pint. Now gather up your satchel, and let's take these stalks in for the thrashing. Ma's going to make a pie for us. Oh, goody! Whoa, now. Hold on. There you go. Hold on. This is your home, Mary? Yes, this is it. It's a mighty fine place, dear. Hello there, and welcome. You Mr. Wayne? I am, and hello to you too. You must be Mary's father. Sure enough. Name's Charles, and this is my wife, Caroline, and my daughter, Half Pint. My real name's Laura, not Half Pint. Well, it's good to finally get to meet y'all. I'm called Carson, if it please you. Mr. Wayne was my father. This here fine little filly is my wife, Sarah, and this, of course, is Cody. My younger boy here is Samuel. But everyone calls me Sammy. We do at that. Well, come on in and wash up. 
Caroline's been working all day to fix up the fine feast for all of us. I, for one, am famished. You're always famished. No, I'm always hungry. I'm only famished when I've traveled all day and am greeted at the end of the road by the aroma of a roasting pig. And do I smell apple pie? You sure do, dear. Oh my, I haven't had apple pie since we left Nebraska, near three years ago. And you're in for a treat, Cody, darling. My mom makes the finest apple pie west of the Mississippi. I can't wait. Reckon we could start with dessert and work our way backwards tonight, ma'am? <laughs> Afraid not, young man. But I'll wager my cooking won't unsettle your appetite much. Strapping young man such as yourself, I reckon you'll find room for a slice or two. Oh, you're right about that. He'll eat you out of house and home in just the one night that we're here. <laughs> Go on inside. I'll unhitch the wagon and put your horses in the barn, and we'll eat in a bit. I'll help you. Nonsense. Our guests don't do nothing on an empty stomach. Half pint here will help me. Aw, Pa. Ma'am, this has got to be the best roast pork I've ever tasted. I'm afraid I'd have to concur. It's quite delectable. What's your secret? Oh, I pray most heartily as I cook is all. Ma, can I have some pie now? Not yet, dear. But I finished my meal. Not yet. After everyone is finished, we'll have pie. Can I play with my dolls then, while y'all finish eating? Oh, I suppose so, dear. Look, Sammy, my mom made these. She made four. One for each of you. One's your ma, one's your pa, one's your brother, and this one, the smallest one, this is you. Don't look much like us. Well, you have to use your imagination. Ma'am, you reckon I might have a bit more of them taters and maybe some more beans too? Of course, dear. Told you he'd eat you out of house and home. Oh, we've plenty. The land's been good to us. You do have a mighty fine property here. How'd you find this valley? Well, it wasn't always this green. It was quite barren, actually. But through prayer and some blood, sweat and tears, we've managed to turn it around a bit. I'd say so. Green fields, black soil, even an orchard in the Nevada Territory. Sammy, can I get a piece of your hair? My hair? Yeah, so I can make a belt for your doll. Can't you just get some string? But I ain't got no brown string, and your hair will look more like a belt. I don't reckon I want to pull in my hair out, though. Just one piece. No. Aw, come on. Please. No, I don't want to. Ow! Laura, did you just pull that boy's hair? Yes, ma'am. I needed a belt for his doll, and he wouldn't give me any. You just sit back and behave yourself, young lady, or I'll ask your pa to take you out back to the woodshed. Yes, ma'am. I'm sorry. She's a bit of a wildcat sometimes. Oh, don't fret. She just needs other children to play with more often. Oh, I reckon you're right. We are a bit secluded here. You don't fear the engines any? Oh, they don't bother us none. And we leave them be as well. Cody said he visited Paiute Village once. Oh, really? That's very daring of you, Cody. Well, not at all, ma'am. They're fine folk mostly, as far as I've seen. How'd you end up in one of their villages? One of their steers wandered off and ended up on their land, so I followed it and talked to their chief, a fellow by the name of Namaga and he returned the steer right off. Fed me too, seeing how it was about lunchtime when I wandered in. He- Ow! Laura, don't make me tell you again. I mean it. But I want to make a neckerchief for Cody's doll. You can't go around just pulling out people's hair. Well, I reckon it's all right, ma'am. I, I reckon I got plenty. 
Isn't he just the sweetest? He is, dear. And thank you, Cody, for your patience. That's one a devil child, I tell ya. Ms. Wayne, can I have one of your hairs? I want to make a ribbon for your doll. Laura? Oh no, it's fine. Here you go, dear. Thank you, ma'am. So, Cody, Mary tells us you've been studying law. I do, sir. How do you find the time, working with your father on his ranch to study? Oh, I read a lot when I'm out watching the herd. Which is why that steer wandered off to that Paiute village. His mind was in his books, not on the herd. True enough, dear, but he has a mind for books. Much too active to stare at grazing beasts all day. Oh, he really is brilliant, Pa. Mr. Wayne, can I get one of your hairs, too? I want to make a lasso so your dog can wrestle up some steer. Leave Mr. Wayne alone. It's all right, ma'am. I've still got a few sprouts left to spare. Here you go, young lady. Thank you, Mr. Wayne. Would you like me to show you how to tie it into a lasso? Yes, please. All right. Twist it about like so, and then through there, like so, and there you go. Why, it looks like a noose, Mr. Wayne. I suppose it does at that. You ain't going to go hanging me, are you? I might. <laughs> but I'm a law-abiding citizen. Why would you go hanging me for? Well, Mr. Wayne, there's laws, and then there's laws. Oh? Yes, sir. There's laws, such as men make, and such as your boy is studying. But the big law, the true law, is that might makes right. That's the law of nature, and the law of Nisroch. Why? What a peculiar thing to say. And I might reckon I'm sure as hell more and mighty over you. Oh my, such language. So I reckon I'll put this noose about your neck, Mr. Wayne. Slip it right over your likeness neck, like so, and pull it tight. Carson! Oh my! Carson! He's choking! Pa! Pa! Oh, sit back, Cody. Reckon I'll just tighten up your neckerchief here. Cody! Cody! Ma! Cody's choking too! Oh God! What's happening? What? Oh, shut up, Miss Wayne. Your ribbon will work just fine as a gag, I reckon. What are you doing? Stop! What are you doing to my family? You just be still, Sammy. No, you can't make me. You let my family be. I can so make you, Sammy. If and I move this belt on your doll, bind your arms inside, and pull your legs back. So, now you're hogtied. Ow! Let me go! Let me go! Help! Pa! Pa! Charles, Mr. Wayne's turning an awful shade of blue. Yes, dear. I reckon we best get them to the field. Ain't gonna do any good them passing in here. Mary, you help your mother take Cody out. Yes, sir. You got a bound tight paw? Sure enough, half pint. They won't get free. Cody's still breathing, Ma? Yes, dear. Mr. Wayne, too. Good. Now, Mary, hand me my knife. Okay. And let loose Mrs. Wayne's gag. Reckon Lord Nisroch might appreciate hearing her screams. No! Why are you doing this? Who are you people? Now, drop the dolls into the fire. We won't need them anymore. Cody and Mr. Wayne, they're awake. Yes, he had a fire woke them up, and I can feel Lord Nisroch's pleasure. His screams are a song to him. 
Why ain't they screaming no more? Dolls will burn up. Time to continue then. Pa, hold Mr. Wayne's head up for me. Sure thing, half pint. What? What are you? No! Pa! Pa! No, no, Pa! You want to do Cody Mary? Can I? Would it be all right? Sure. And I reckon Lord Nisroch be most pleased. You ain't never done a cut for him yet. All right then. Mary, Mary, why? I... Oh, don't speak, Cody, darling. But, but I... You've done good for me, Cody, and I'm grateful. But it's time to say goodbye. Lord, dear, might I cut Sarah, please? It's been some time since I've been done any cutting. Of course, Ma, but not yet. I'm going to cut Sammy first. No greater grief for a woman than to see her family dying, and Lord Nisroch will be pleased to feel her suffering. All right, dear. Hand me my knife, Mary. Here you go. No. No, leave me alone. No. 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 Okay, Ma. Here's the knife. Thank you, dear. Hush, Mrs. Wayne. It's all for a good cause. The Lord Nisroch in the land, you see. Yes, Mrs. Wayne. It takes hard work and sacrifice to keep this land prosperous. We work mighty hard. And you're the sacrifice, dear. Ah, uh, well... They were good folk. Yes, dear, they were. Reckon we'll have a fine crop next year. Fine as we've ever had. Oh, we will. I can feel Lord Nisroch's pleasure. You chose well, Mary. Thanks, Laura. I'll miss that Cody some, though. Hung like a horse he was. Mary, now don't be vulgar, child. I'm sorry, Ma, but he was. Well, there'll be others just as fitting, dear. Aw, I know, Ma. I know. Well... Reckon we should get back inside. Them blood eagles will be along soon for the bodies, and Lord Nisroch's minions ain't always too particular about who they take. You're right, dear. Let's get inside. Can we have some pie now? Of course, my devil child. Oh, goody! I would like to thank you for joining me on a night such as this. The weather is driving and wild. It would have been such a festive evening with Masters Stan Davis, Robert Metcalf, and Ron Spiegel. I even believe special guests Catherine Harper, Jill Davis, Jonathan, Jennifer, and Ashley Tafoya, along with Yestin Thomas, would have joined us. Roads permitting. Oh well. It's just you and I. Eat up. You seem famished. Oh, my, my belly! You've poisoned me! I would never poison a guest. I have blessed you with the birth of an ancient one. Ah!
Legion Set Screen dot com slash group.